Welcome to Behind the Lines, coming to you from the socialist Marxist lines of Washington State. It's a crazy liberal petri dish for the rest of the country, folks. Stay up to date with all the great news right here. So just when you thought the attack on public safety in Washington had reached the pinnacle of how it could go, no, we have House Bill 1282, which is talking about earned release time or good time for people who are incarcerated. Uh, The current law generally for violent offenders was that they could get 10% of their sentence reduced by good time, good behavior, whatever the Department of Corrections deems that to be. And um, people who were convicted of lesser crimes, nonviolent, um, you know, non-felony type drug cases, those sorts of things, could get up to 50% of their time reduced. This new law, though, uh, or changes to the existing law, and this is, of course, a Democrat-sponsored bill, um, is going to allow all offenders straight across the board to get up to 33% or one-third of their total sentence uh, reduced with good time. They have removed all the sections uh, in the current law about offenders convicted of a serious violent offense or a Class A felony, sex offense. Um, Those people will also uh, be able to get 33% off their time. It's concerning, uh, and it seems to benefit people convicted of more serious crimes to get out much earlier than they would have. And it seems to punish people convicted of lesser crimes who could have got half of their sentence reduced, uh, who no longer can for whatever reason. Uh, This is baffling. This is, uh, you know, just another one of those things you got to shake your head. Who came up with this and why? What's also deeply concerning about this bill is it removes the mandatory minimums for confinement. Um, Originally, the bill, the earned uh, or good behavior RCW stated that you would still have to serve your mandatory minimum term. Uh, You could still earn good time, but it would not be applied until after you served your mandatory minimum term. That's been removed. Also removed is an offender sentenced to total confinement for life without the possibility of release is not eligible for earned release. That's been removed. So now if you've got somebody who's been sentenced to life in prison, they're eligible for 33% off of their uh, sentence for good behavior. Good behavior. This is somebody who's probably killed somebody. I think they've already demonstrated they're not capable of good behavior. And I know I listened to one of the bill sponsors talking about this bill on the news, and she said that um, people change. 
I mean, how naive do you have to be? The, these politicians who sit in their little office, sit behind a desk, a lot of them have never worked a regular job. They surely have never been in law enforcement, maybe never even been the victim of a crime. And they make these little feel-good rules, uh, changes to our laws, and putting everybody else in the community in danger. For what reason? I mean, what what is the reason behind this? Some other parts of this bill that are concerning, you know, it uh, goes to say that uh, if the department is unable to approve the offender's release plan, because uh, if they're going to be early released, they have to come up with a uh, plan of where they're going to live and, and uh, you know, this sort of thing, living arrangements. Uh, it actually says um, that if the person needs rental vouchers, the department will provide rental vouchers to the offender for a period not to exceed three months if uh, rental assistance will result in an approved release plan. Why Why is the state paying for dangerous criminals to go rent a place? How many other people in Washington right now could use rental assistance? And we're going to provide this to somebody who's committed serious felonies and put them back on the street, maybe in your neighborhood. How safe is this for the community? I mean, what? I just don't understand the whole thought process behind this. Uh, they're also making this so that uh, you're earning er- early release credits during your pre-sentence incarceration, meaning if you're held in the county jail while you're awaiting trial because you can't bail out or they won't let you bail out for some reason, um, which would be a very rare circumstance in Washington these days, once they are sentenced and sent to prison, they can apply that time at the county jail towards their sentence for good time. So these politicians are making it as easy as possible for these criminals to get early release and uh, not serve their uh, time in confinement. These laws also apply to juveniles, of course, uh, and also one of the uh, sections of this law says, regardless of any provisions in this section, If a person is being sentenced in adult court, so a juvenile being sentenced as an adult, which means they committed a very serious crime, probably murder or something violent, uh, for a crime committed under the age of 18, the court has full discretion to depart from mandatory sentencing enhancements and to take the particular circumstances surrounding the defendant's youth into account. We have laws in this state, and these laws should be followed, and if you commit a serious crime, you should be subject to the consequences of that crime. And it should not be up to the court to decide they don't have to follow the law for a juvenile and do whatever they want. 
if you have a liberal judge who feels like a person of color is somehow not to be held to the same standard as the rest of us, that they would um, not be subject to the law, not be subject to the consequence of their action. And that's exactly what this law is going to do. Why do we have these laws if a judge can just arbitrarily decide that, well, due to circumstances, this person shouldn't be convicted or serve this amount of time because because of their circumstances growing up? I'm sorry, but, yep, sometimes people's home life is a bad situation, but we all know right from wrong. And we all know that it's not okay to kill people or rape people or molest people or assault people. We all know this. This is, these are just instilled within us. And uh, I just don't think it's proper to uh, make excuses. You know, you commit a crime, you are going to pay the price. That's part of the learning process. That's part of learning if you're that stupid that, oh, I'm going to be locked in this cage for X amount of time and maybe I shouldn't do this ever again. Instead, we're going to reward these people or give them a pass. And this is what you see happening in King County all the time. All these people are given a pass. Nobody's held in custody. Everybody's released from jail. And they continue to commit crimes. You know, you've got these people being arrested in Seattle 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 times. And the judges just keep putting them out on the streets. And they keep committing crimes. And nothing, it's just some, it's just a big circle. Nothing gets done about it. And it's putting the public in great danger. You really have to ask yourself why prosecutors and courts are not concerned about the general public safety and why the state legislators are also not concerned about public safety. And it seems like they are more concerned about creating chaos and stopping law enforcement officers from doing their jobs or making it very difficult for them to do their jobs. Uh, Anyway, this bill... Uh, Again, House Bill 1282 was sponsored by uh, Simmons, J. Johnson, Hansen, Rammel, Frame, Dolan, Bateman, Fitzgibbon, uh, Ryu, Barry, Peterson, Davis, Hackney, Fay, Ty, Gregerson, Macri, Callan, Ormsby, Pollitt, Sen, and Ramos. So this is just, you know, again, the Democrats are all jumping on board on these bills that releases criminals and reduces public safety. And I would suggest that you reach out to your representatives and let them know you do not support any of these bills. I would even reach out to the people who sponsor this bill. And uh, if you go to the... uh, state of Washington's website and look this house bill up. You can read all the uh, 
details for yourself. It's about 20 pages, uh, so it's not too long. But uh, it would be worth your time to look at this and see what they're doing. This stuff has got to stop, and they need to hear from us and let them know that it's not acceptable and that we're not, um, we're not supportive of this. People need to serve their time if they've committed crimes. I owned a bail bonds business for eight, nine years, and uh, I dealt with thousands of criminals during that time, and I can tell you that they know how to work the system. They know all the little games, and uh, it's a big revolving door. They're in and out of there constantly. I dealt with the same people over and over and over. You know, I was also in law enforcement for eight years, and it's the same thing there. Same people over and over, and they all know how to work the system. They know all the little tricks. They know what to say. They know all the little games to play to get out of doing their time or whatever. And I don't know if these legislators are just naive or stupid or what, but um, they obviously haven't spent a lot of time around criminals like this who know all the games to play and everything to do. And the reality is, people don't change. People stay the same. It's very difficult for people to change, and nobody's changing while they're in prison for the most part. They're learning how to be better criminals. They're learning how to work the system. And this bill is going to just cause more chaos and more crimes and a lot less public safety. So reach out to your representative, folks, and let them know it's not okay. All right, that's all I got. Be safe. Have a great day. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Behind the Line podcast. I hope you will subscribe to the channel so you can get regular updates. And if you're listening to this on YouTube, I hope you will also uh, like it, share it, and uh, subscribe on YouTube as well. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, Anchor, Sprecher. We're on various other podcast platforms. Um, and you can find me on LinkedIn under John Washington. Again, thank you for listening. We appreciate your support.